Today's episode of Cheap Show is proudly sponsored by McDonald's fast food right, restaurant. It's not working. It is. Well. It is. It is McDonald's restaurant. What do you mean it's not working? You, you can't have a re- You can't have a real corporate entity. There's all sorts of issues with that. Really? All right. Today's episode of Cheap Show is proudly sponsored by the good team of Billy Bob's Knackers Yard. Billy Bob's Knackers Yard, the best place to put all your scrap metal. Just off the highway between Route 101 and, and the Chippy. Cut. <laughs> I, can't, I won't do that then. I can't, I can't be funny. I'm not a funny man. No, when you try, you're not. So I should try less. All right, you give me a company and I'll advertise it. Think of a company name and I'll advertise it. And you be witty and I'll advertise it. Cedarwood Vinegar Extracts. Cheap Show is proudly sponsored by Cedarwood Vinegar Extracts. The best vinegar extract you can get for your chips. Why not have them on a nice fish and chip dinner? Bought from Barry's Chip Shop up the high road. Or maybe use your vinegar on a lover's partner's chuff and pour vinegar all over her big tits. <laughs> Is that all right? Is that funny? It wasn't. Is that good? I giggled, Is but only good? because of the lameness. If you use the Cheap Show code... Uh, Vinegar tits. <laughs> you can <laughs> you can get twenty percent off your next order of cedarwood naturally extracted vinegar. It's the not very vinegar. best vinegar on the market. I'm looking online now, Paul. Cedarwood vinegar yeah. extracts yeah. are actually extracts of vinegar used in industrial processes for stripping fish carcasses. You can also use it for that and put it on your chips as well. It's multi-purpose, and we're proud to be associated with Cedarwood Industries. All right, happy? No. All right. I mean. Not just unhappy with this situation. In my life, I'm quite unhappy as well. <laughs> Good. That's what we want. That's the version of Eli we need for this show to be successful. The sad, desperate, lonely, feculent, bored, angry, impotent anger of Eli J. Silverman. We need this. And with that in mind, channel it into the intro. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time again for your oral pleasure dome to be infiltrated with me, Eli Silverman. I'm not just a co-host, I'm the main host of Cheap Show. No, you're not. You're a host of Cheap Show at best. You're You're part host. Host number one, Eli Silverman, introducing you to Cheap Show. It's the show... It's the economy, God to be put on. You are shit. Uh, uh, Paul, you're not funny. You're not funny, but you're not funny. But you're not funny, but you're not funny, Paul. Anyway, I'm going to say something now, which is good. Uh, 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 a comedy, a economy. Uh, oh, I fucked it. I fucked it, but I'm still great in my brain because if reality gets in, I'm done for. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Eli Silverman here, the good one. And... It's Cheap Show time again. Now, hurry up. Uh, time for Cheap Show. Here's Paul Gannon. He's shit and not funny. Now I've got to play this out, you prick. You don't have to play it out. I do. You can hear it. Vagina. It's getting there. Here we go. Then we can start the show. It's time for, it's time, 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 time. It's time for the show called Cheap Show, Cheap Show. It's the Cheap Show. Boom. I hate you and your fucking noodle posse. People love noodles, alright? It's a fact of Cheap Show you're going to have to fucking accept. Noodle time. 
Hi, Paul. That has to be one of the worst uh, intros of all time. I think it is. Should we just start again? Let's just start no, again. I'm keeping it all in its gold. Go on, then. If you can do a really good intro now, we'll keep use that. Ladies and gentlemen, hello. Eli Silverman here, and I am hosting another episode of Cheap Show. And... Here's a little clue of what's coming up on the show, everybody. Yes, it's that familiar sound of the countdown timer. Here's Paul Gannon, everyone. He'll say something now. I'm Paul Gannon. I'm about to introduce Cheap Show 2 to the sound of the countdown clock, which will be featured in the show at a later date. Um, at a later date or on this date? 30 seconds really long? It's quite hard when you have to fill the whole thing. It's really no, hard. It's, it's, Let's it's start the, the show, show now. It's Cheap Show. Cheap Show. Cheap Show. That was even worse. That was worse. Hello, welcome to the show. My name is Paul Gannon and that is Eli Silver. It's the economy comedy podcast for your ears. We, in every episode, go to the bargain bins, the charity shops, the poundlands of Great Britain and we bring back a treasure trove of awful or awesome things and we give you our valid opinion. And it is valid. It is a very valid... We are the premier podcast in the world that talks about thrifty items and uh, bargains and living on the cheap. On fleek for cheap? We are on fleek for cheap, yo. Hizzy in the house, diggity dog. <laughs> that is me, daddy cool, coming at you, Cleopatra. So, uh, what have we got coming up on the show today, Eli? Um, I haven't got the piece of paper which has that yeah, written down Yeah, but I've told it. you a number of times today and yesterday and in an email. So I thought you might remember what's in this episode. Have a guess. Have a guess. What do you think the first item is? Um, and every time you get it wrong, I slap your bare arm. Uh, we're going to start the show today, Paul, yeah. with Tales from the Shop Floor. You are correct. Now, this is the section where you, the listener, send in uh, amusing anecdotes. Very amusing anecdotes. About your experiences working in, or even visiting... Poo. Shops. <laughs> it's mostly poo, though, we've had so far. Is there any poo coming up today? There might be a bit of poo. Okay. Just for the record. I'm prepared for that. You're prepared for poo. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that on a t-shirt. I'm prepared for poo. Prepared for poo. I think that would be a good sort of general warning for our a, podcast. A general warning, really. Um, so what is the second item coming up? The second item today uh, is... Uh, oh, he's looking around the room for clues, ladies and gentlemen. He's panicked. The uh, me casa, su casa? You're wrong. Oh. Uh, oh. Uh, ah! That really hurt. <laughs> so it hurt good though. Oh, it hurt it? good. <laughs> Actually, I'm feeling alive now. Oh, good. The sting right. is going up my arm. Oh, 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 I got it wrong on purpose, Mr. Gannon. Smack me. <laughs> um, oh, what is it? Come on, what is it? It's not me, Casasu It's not. No, uh, that's that's another episode. So have a little think. What 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 maybe is a, a segment of the show we've introduced that we're looking forward to doing again? Um, this will only be the second time we're doing this I particular one. I believe so. One. Yes. Yes, he's I'm, having a I'm at, I'm at a loss, I'm sorry. Do you want to pass? Yes. That also counts as a smack. No, 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 but yes. Not... Ah! Oh. oh, I nearly got your ashtray. Oh, oh. Oh, I've had an accident. Oh, don't get What dirty. is it then, Paul? It is 
League of Snacks. Ah, the League of Snacks. And then what are we ending today's show with? Um, we like to play games here. On, we do. On the Cheap Show, Paul. And today we're going for an absolute stonking classic. A classic. Of, of British culture. Of British television, game show, TV show culture. Absolutely. It is Countdown. It is ca- the Don. One of the Dons of the game show world in the UK. It really has a... There a, are a few classics, aren't there? We can talk about Bullseye. I know you're going to say that. I know, but... but got, R.I.P. Jim Bowen. Yes. Not so much R.I.P. Eric Bristow. <laughs> Just for the record. Really? Uh, a bit nasty, man. Really? Towards the end okay. of his life, he said some horrible, hateful things that I don't agree with. Racist things. A little bit, yeah. Uh, okay. And sexist. And, oh, you know, just okay. general... General na- horribleness. Sort of toxic masculinity. A little bit. So, okay. you know, and then you, you've got your telly addicts or your blockbusters. You know... Blockbusters. Are... I don't think telly was telly addicts a really a big deal. Well, it was a big deal, but I mean, not maybe as big a deal as the blockbusters. I think in terms of the most famous um... British specifically, Generation Game. Very British. Yeah, yeah. That's a very much a game. We should do something like the Generation Game at one point, shouldn't we? Uh, we could definitely do something with the conveyor belt we of could. items. Formulating thoughts. We haven't done a TV game show board game special in a while. Let's do the generation game on that. We'll try and make that work. We'll have to come up with the rules ourselves. Because okay. I don't believe there was ever a generation game board game, was there? I bet there was. Shall I have a little look? Yes. Because I'm actually keen to know. Because if I could get that with the Patreon money, potentially. Thank you, Patreon people, for giving us money that help us make this show. Literally helps us make this show now. It really does. Now, Paul um, is being very sort of coy. But we are on a whole new technical setup here in the House of Pickles. Second episode we've done, it's working out very well. We've got pop shields, uh, got a little mic stand there, got a new Zoom recorder which we're using with XLR input. Very nice XLR input, mate. There was a generation game board game, 1975. Uh, That will be an antique, which will probably be be outside the the, uh, fiscal bounds of what we are. There's one on Amazon. Shall I have a look? Yeah, Bruce Forsyth generation game, vintage. Oh, currently unavailable. But by Denny's, I don't Denny's Denny's Fisher, which is the company I've never heard of before. So there might be one on uh, the pictures. Make it look interesting. It's got like a kind of, I don't know. It's all, it's all. Look at that. It looks like a really good board it game. It looks like an excellent board game. It's got a clock on it. And... Okay. Well, look. We'll just put the feelers out. See if we can get hold of that. Maybe it might be quite a while before we Some do. Some balls and a, a couple of tricks. Maybe you have to perform now. But there are a lot of. Um, I really want this fucking board I game. Know, it looks good. I have to say. Looks like... marvelous. <laughs> so, um, there are a lot of uh, game shows that came across from the states, though, like um, Blankety Blank. I yeah, mean, which was ha- Match Game, wasn't it? It was. Was there a version? Yeah, and the price is the price is uh, right, and Wheel of Fortune. Yes, Wheel Pyramid of Fortune. Game. Yes. Um, In fact, and these days, game shows are a huge international conglomerate things, aren't they? They have versions in almost every country of like the popular formats these days, don't they? Someone on Twitter sent me a picture of board games they saw in a charity shop that I would love to get my hands on. One is, um, are you being served the board game? Mm-hmm. How the fuck does that even work? Roll a six and make a m- pussy joke. My <laughs> pussy was sopping wet this morning. You know, or they also had the Dad's Army board game, which I can kind of see how that might work. Yes. Kind of see. But um, board games based on sitcoms, very strange. There's a Only Fools and Horses board game. I'd love to see how those work. Yes. You just fucking tuned out completely I haven't then. tuned out. You I'm weren't here. even looking at me. You were too busy lighting your cigarette. Listen. Yeah. Okay. You were very, very laid back all of a sudden. I'm just trying a different thing for this week's episode. Oh, yeah. You're just going to do laid back chilly life. I'm just going to be uh, my normal, charming self. Yeah. And I think you should, Paul. Okay. You should dial it down. 
Let's just have a mellow time. Okay? Should we have a mellow one? Yeah. Oh. All right, I like that. So, coming up first is uh, Tales from the Shop Floor. Yeah. See if you can spot at the beginning of what, the story the one that involves scat. Because fingers crossed, we'll have a little bit of scat action. There'll be a, a fragment scat, of scat action. <laughs> <laughs> All coming up on the show today. Here we go, take it away. Okay, so this is a segment that has become a, a bit of a favourite of mine, Paul. Uh, Tales from the shop floor. Uh, this is where our darling dearest listeners... Uh, cheapskates, they've called themselves. They're the Cheapskate Army. And uh, they have sent in uh, stories that have happened to them, and we uh, give them a little bit of a, a telling. Yes, we tell them. And uh, I, uh, I do a bit of a crit. You do a bit of a crit. A tell and a crit. <laughs> Shower, shit and a crit. Yes, <laughs> here we go. So, let's get straight into it. No more banter, preamble nonsense. Let's okay. get straight into the meat and guts. Hit me with it, baby. I will. This one comes from a chap called Sam Bevan. Hello, Sam. Hi, Sam. Hello, Cheap Show Pals. Ah, lovely. He says pals. <laughs> uh, my name is Sam. Wasn't that a dog food, pal? Yes. And chum? Yes. Was there one called friend? No. Well, I don't know. I don't know. There might Buddy. There might have been. In America, there's like, buy Buddy for your dog. Yeah, He's going to love was, that yeah. marabou jelly goodness. You got to have Buddy. Thanks, like my, Paul. Yeah, like my I American liked accent. It. I liked it. My name is Sam, and I'm a big fan of the show. I have just a selection of mini tales for you about when I worked in Greg's. Oh, oh. Gannon likes Greg's. Gannon likes Greg's. I might go there for me brekkie every once in a while. Treat myself to a, a two pound twenty five uh, meal breakfast deal where you get a latte and you get a uh, bacon or sausage bap or maybe both if you're feeling crazy. Now I um, was uh, brought up in London, and of course I prefer Pret. Oh, of course you fucking do, you wretched turd. Oh, I like Pratt. Just... I'm just trying to be honest, Paul. Yeah. Anyway, you're scum. Um, so he was 18 when he worked in Greg's. As most people do with their first job, they'll get a job in a Greg's or a Mackey D's or a BBK's. I worked in Mackey D's. Or did you? Yeah. Two weeks, yeah. Was it fun? The guy said it had just finished my GCSEs. Yeah. And the manager sat me down at the end of the interview and said, you're overqualified. Oh, that's the only time in your life you've ever heard that sentence. Yeah, I know. Say that to you, it. Right? That's probably my highest uh, that, point. You peaked. Yeah. Yeah. Someone said you're too good for this moment in time. Well, he said I was overqualified. I didn't say too good. Well, same difference. Um, okay, so firstly, I had a supervisor who told me as I was putting bread rolls into those little plastic bags to not put my hands inside the bag, as so not to get my spores in the bags. Oh, yeah. His spores. Now, that's uh, scientifically inaccurate. because Is it? Yes, yeah, spores are, are fungi. Mould yeah. and mushrooms and things yeah. have, have spores. Yes, because that's how they uh, inseminate the world around them. That's true. Yes. But, but. plants and things will have seeds, Oh, I think, uh, or sometimes spores. Yeah. Anyway, what he's referring to is germs, of course. Well, which he's, is a term- being, he's being ponty, this supervisor, isn't he? Don't get your spores in your well, he bread should, rolls. Mr. Bevan should have t- taken turned a around and said, actually, actually, I don't have spores because I'm not some kind of giant fucking walking mushroom, am I? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. He's very Do much... I look like a toadstool? Yeah. Um, secondly, I would f- frequently get high with the manager and masturbate during my breaks. Well, 
Okay. Well, <laughs> now I'm on your, your I'm on your supervisor's side. Yeah. Because now it's not that so is spores. your spore. That is. I mean, it that is, is that accurate. is literally your liquid spore, so, mate. Yeah. <laughs> You're chucking your spores. You, all over your bread rolls. No, I don't. I do not want to eat your cum in my bread rolls. <laughs> no one does. No one. Well, some people might. Some people might, but I maybe bet they, on I request. I bet in Japan, right? There's a no. Don't there's a vending machine. No, there's not a spunking spunky bread bun. roll. There's not a spunky bun. Super spunking bun. <laughs> Cheap show is brought to you by spunky bun vending machines. <laughs> They probably get schoolboys. It's to not the only bun. seed this bap's made out of. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. High five. Oh, Come on. Yes. Yeah. Come on. It's happening now. It's happening. I'm getting the juices. <laughs> right, here we go. Um, mate, don't wank at work. Well, have you ever wanked at work? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what like in the, the toilet? Co- well, obviously not at your desk. No, I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't do that at the call centre. When it, I've never been at work and gone, oh, I'm really horny, I need to bash one out. Sometimes, I that's I don't know, people ha- are different, but sometimes I get super horny. It's when I'm tired. I mean, a lot of people get this when they're hungover yeah. and stuff. That's like you said before, Hugh Grant had it. Yeah, Hugh Grant. He has the hangover horn. Yes, and he said it's some kind of excuse. It's not an excuse. It's not an excuse for his actions. No. It's not at all. No. Because you can make a decision one yeah. way or the other about your actions. Yeah. Be you responsible can... for them. Hugh Grant... We're going to have words. <laughs> you could have a wank, couldn't you? Instead yeah. of going to a prostitute. Yeah. Or, you know, buy a lovely sex toy. Yes. Jam, jam your meat in a lovely plastic fanny. So, um, there was one occasion recently where I was returning from the States and I'd uh, to save money, I'd done uh, two flights. So I was going to Lagos. Okay. Uh, and then fly from there back Lagos to the UK. Lagos and Portugal, then back to the UK. And I landed in Lagos like six in the morning. I decided to get pissed before I got on that flight. Big mistake. And, uh, and I, you know, because your hangover comes on. And then I was in Lagos Airport and it was like five in the morning. It was empty. And yeah. I was like, I have a stalk on <laughs> that is going to kill me. I, I'm so horny. Right. right. Wow. It was overwhelming. Yeah. Like I, I could, I hadn't. And then I was it was just, raging. Yeah. It was like an actual ache. It was a proper was it an internal one? ache. Yeah, yeah. I've had them. Weird. But it's not because I just met someone who turned me on or no, anything. It just, just seems to be my physiological condition. Do you I know what I mean? Through, I went through a habit in my 20s and I don't know why it doesn't happen anymore. But if I had a really long yawn, I'd have an erection afterwards. <laughs> really? Yeah, I'd go. <laughs> That's weird. That could be a su- that could be a superhero. No, what? That's my magic power. Hard on, man. Uh, what am I going to do with that? It's like Popeye. He's like, oh, you know, put on some daytime TV to make myself bored. So I yawn and then then my... Then I get a wank. That's completely... <laughs> it, that's such a bad super pa- ta- talent to have. I'm oh, my wife's on fire. Hang on, I've just got to watch Lorraine for five fucking minutes. <laughs> Here we go. Oh, oh, Lorraine <laughs> Kelly. Oh, fuck. Oh, me ache. Oh, I'm ready to go. Oh, everyone's dead. Yes. And I couldn't do anything with my cock anyway. What? Put a fire out with an erection. He used How? to get... I, I can think of one very obvious what? way. Swing Paul. it around and make a fan. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't what I was thinking. What but were you thinking? You, oh, spunk loads. Yeah. Spunk will put out a fire. If it was a massive load and it was icy cold. Well, we're talking about a superhero here. So he's probably... I found out today about spunk. That every load that you give in or give out, whatever you want to call it, is like over a, what, something like a one terabyte of information. Ah, interesting. Well, the and, genetic and every, information. And every sperm is something like 2.5 gigabytes of information. So a full load is like a couple of terabytes or something. Yes. Yeah, if you wrote the code down of you, yeah. the DNA, it would be that much information on a hard drive. It would drive. be information on a hard drive, but 
I could just generate that information just by just having a wank. Yeah, by um, just uh, smacking a keyboard. Yeah, you could. See, that definition of information is this is what people get confused by. This is what the creationists say about DNA. They say it's information encoded in the DNA. Yeah. But information in that... It's that, not something you can hack. No. No. It's... In that sense, all the information is, is sort of difference in a, in a sequence. Yeah. So, for example, if I, if I put 1111... Yeah. And then next to that I put 1121, yeah. the second series has more information in it. Yes, but it's it, it's not has no meaning. It has no quantitative value. Exactly. Right. Do you know what I'm getting at? Yeah. Yeah. Now he also says he got high at work. Now I used to have a job in a health food shop. The guy was a real hippie. Yeah. So and I just want to I, I want to apologise for this. Basically, oh, okay. I used to steal huge amounts of his ricotta when I was packing it, and um, he used to leave his dope in a tin at the back. It was some lovely hash. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what am I going to do? I mean, you know. Well, you could be like a human being and not steal. I stole it. You, how much did you have? Like no, a load just, of it? you know, take a little bit and smoke it. Yeah. Well, it so, something that you wouldn't maybe notice. Yeah. Little chips away. Just take so, it. one day it's empty. You're like, oh, I don't remember this. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, so, secondly, okay, so you said the masturbation thing. Thirdly, I once got my knob out underneath my little apron and went about like that the whole day serving <laughs> customers <laughs> and that just for the sexual thrill. I got fired from that job. Cheers, guys. Keep up the good work. Well, it, well good, it, frankly. He's left the uh, the most problematic aspect till last there, quite uh, cleverly. He's a sex pest. Yeah. He's a man what? who wanks you on his brakes high, puts bread in your back with spores all over him, and then has his knob out behind his apron at Greg's. Yeah. Mate, I like Greg's. You've ruined Greg's You wouldn't for me. want to have to think about someone having their bare knob out under their apron at I Greg's. I shouldn't have to think that, but now... Now I don't know. No. Would, I'd never do well, that. Th- thank you for that, Simon. Sam. Mr. Bevan. Mr. Bevan. <laughs> well, out of ten, what would we rate that letter? Oh, we're not rating. I'm going to rate him. Six. Five. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This next one is from Patrick Devonshire. Hello, and Patrick. quite the long one, so we'll try not to do too many... Um, are you telling me to shut up? No, I'm just saying we'll try and be a bit more focused on it, because, you know... Well, let's try and like read it properly. Hello, my name is Zach, and I've... Wait. Is that Patrick? It says Patrick Devonshire, but it says, hello, my name is Zach. Maybe he's known as Zach. This one's from Zach. Okay. Zach Trick. Patrick and Zach. Zach Trick. That's what I've decided. Um, my name is Zach, and I have a tale from the shop floor for you. It's not from a charity shop, but I think you'll enjoy. We, we can accept it. We can accept we it. Can accept shop it. floor is as general as it can sound. We can have Poundland. What, yeah. what wouldn't work on uh, Tales from the Shop Floor if they worked in Harrods? Yes, we're not in. Unless they've got a really good story good about story somebody having a shit Harrods. in Harrods. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I had a shit in the cheese counter. I had a poo neck round the back of the Krispy Kreme donut machine. I, I flung my soggy shit at the statue of Lady Diana. Something like that. <laughs> Something classy like that. Uh, I used to work in a co-op. The rule for most shops in the UK is that on a Sunday, you can't sell alcohol before a certain time. This particular cop was on a very, let's say, low-income estate. Fair enough. Okay. Um, uh, that he also happened to live in at the time. There were a lot of alcoholics who came in at opening 6am. Oh, they were literally like banging yeah, on the door. God. To buy booze, and they left very disappointed. This is about the tale of one man who didn't want to take no for an answer. I like the setup. 
You know what? He's got he hooked me in with yes. a little bit of preamble, and then it's like, but here's the narrative. Little sizzler. There. I like that. Yes. I'd take note, future people writing in. Class it up. <laughs> right. The man was smelly. He reeked of vomit. He had a very sad-looking lady who was with him wherever oh. he went. It's 8 a.m. on a lovely spring Sunday, and I had five hours left on my shift. He's very good with his words. I like him. He has a quite literary... He paints a quite a nice picture, doesn't he? Yes. Very well done. Looking forward to having a nice drink in the sun later. Oh, yes. <laughs> but this man wanted his drink now. The sun had just risen, and I'm not shitting you. I could smell him coming down the aisle before I saw him. He was wearing the classic outfit that was stained jumper, tracksuit bottoms, and carrying four packs of Stella Artois. Wow. Oh, two four-packs of Stella Artois. Yeah, you need to get, get your Stella He needs to on. get him going. Also known as Wife Beater in the UK. Nice. Uh, Stella Artois. Also a name of a vest in America, like the vest that Die Hard wears. He's a wife beater, I know I purposely yeah. call him Die Hard at the moment now. I don't know why. But yeah, he wears what they call a wife beater vest. Because um, it carries the association with a type of abuse. Ha 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 ha. Let's crack <laughs> on. Paul, one thing. Yeah. I know I, I said I wouldn't distract. No, no, you can distract, but make it, it a It's value. a Die Hard question. Yeah. Do does anyone say the words "die hard" in the Die Hard film? No, not not as far as I remember. No one said, "Well, he he died hard," or you know, <laughs> they don't do. I, that. I don't want to die hard today. Yeah, I think it was because Die Hard was a, like a last minute alteration to the title of the film, which was I don't know, uh, but I think it came quite late in production. I, I think I did. It sounds know. like one of those sort of committee speak names that they've just. Because what does up it mean, now? die hard? It means nothing. It means at least a- lethal weapon meant. The act, the act, the character's a lethal weapon. You know? But who is the lethal weapon? Who is Die Hard? John McClane. Well, does he die hard? Because it comes from that old It's phrase, hard for it? him to die. No, it's, it's hard to kill old him. Old habits die hard. That's where it comes from. Oh. That phrase. So maybe what they're saying is you can't be offbeat and have it on a holiday. You have to be a cop and save the day. Old habits die. That's what I would stretch the imagination to. It's a to. bit of a stretch. It's a bit of a stretch. Let's return to the Let's main uh, body. To the story. Yes. So anyway, he turns up with two full packs of Stella Artois. He gets to the till and I told him he'd have to wait another two hours before I could legally sell him the alcohol. He did not like that. What do you mean? He said, I need it. I apologised to him politely, but reminded him of the law. He started by cursing the coalition who were in power at the time, and then the Queen, and then co-op, and then he turned on me. From what I could tell, he was going through the five stages of grief. He'd done with denial, finished with anger, and was now moving on to bargaining. He leaned in as if to tell me a secret, and I promptly leaned back. One, because I didn't want to get attacked, and two, because he really stunk. Yeah. Um, he offered me double the price for the beer, but there was nothing I could do. Oh, come on, mate. Come on, mate. I'll pay you double. I mean, it's quite sad. This man's obviously an, an alcoholic. An alcoholic's I mean. got a serious problem. Alcoholism yeah. is a serious problem. <laughs> Eli, alcoholism's a serious problem. Mate. Yeah, what are you trying to say? Come on, mate. I'll pay you double for a beer. <laughs> one more beer, mate. Come I on. Mean, you don't, I, listen, you don't have to be an alcoholic to be prepared at the end of the night to perhaps shell out a bit more for a beer. No, you know, no, you want to get what you want. You're a bit on a tear and okay. you think, I just need that one more cool, cool beer. Okay. So anyway, the story continues. The whole time his wife is going, Malcolm, please, not again. Let's go. We've got vodka at home. Oh, God. Then he regressed into a child type tantrum. It was almost like Eli's resolutions to don't get mad. <laughs> yeah. But with less shitting. Yeah, thankfully. 
The man didn't weep, but I could see tears. He then collapsed to the floor and said he'd wait there until I could sell him the beer. Wow. Wow. He was then promptly removed by our security guard. He'd have to, really. Yeah. yeah. He sat outside in the shop in the little park we had out the front, and I occasionally checked to see if he was there. And his wife... And he was for two hours with his poor lady friend trying to get him home. I mean, that's really what's coming out of this story, is the poor woman needs to leave just, this guy. Well, I mean. but some people are just tied together. There's an addiction there. They are. It's sad. Ten o'clock rolls around, and he waddles back into the shop and buys his beer. And then he finds me in the aisles and triumphantly waves a four-pack in my face as if oh, he'd God. won. <laughs> he sat in the park again and had two cans, and they both went away. Hey, got me drink! I didn't drink that day, and nor have I ever drunk again after that display. Thank you for reading. Love the show. Okay. P.S. Tried Mama Creamy Shrimp Tom Yum, and it was lovely. Thanks, Eli. It's a good one. But it's there's some contention one. there because... Uh, Mark Allen, whose noodle reviews you can see on our Reddit page, yeah, uh, insists on grating his own solid block of cocoa uh, of coconut, yeah, butter. I think they call yeah. it or something, uh, into a plain Tom Yum shrimp flavour, yeah. And he says that gives it the milkiness, the creaminess. Oh, but I'm, I don't need to go to that next length. Anyway, it's a debate that's open. So he's a. Uh, it's one mark for me on the creamy Tom Young side. It's there. is it now? I found that story quite poignant. It was quite well told, well done, it but was. it didn't have a lot of humour till the end. Uh, the triumphalism of the alcoholic at the end, even though he hadn't won in any way, he'd lost. We we'd all lost. Society was lost from that. And well, you uh, know what? I think it's time to cheer us up with one last story. Let's then. do it, Paul. Because I think this one is going to bring a little smile to those uh, weary eyes of yours, now, Mr. Silverman. By a, by a process of deduction, yes, I now know. Do you that there is scat in this this story? Is there though, mate? Oh, we'll see. Shall we see? There's a spattering of scat. Let's see where we go. Okay. Hello, Mr. Gannon. Hello, Mr. Silverman. I have a story for you. This is from a guy called Joseph Smith. Hello, Joseph. Not the leader of the Mormon Church. Unless it is, in which case... He's reincarnated, as he said he always would. Yeah. Hello. Um, (laughs) I have a story for you. And while it's not technically a shop, I hope there's enough wiggle room (laughs) for it to count. I used to work as a manager for McDonald's and situated on the toll road in northwest Indiana. Oh, he's an American listener. It's international. Um, I worked mostly night shifts from 4pm to the early hours of the morning. Fuck me. That's the worst hours to work, right? That depends the, on your temperament. I mean, I guess, but that's when everyone's coming home from work, grabbing stuff on the way home, pissheads coming through, late night, troublesome characters. Wanting. I was in a McDonald's the other day at four in the morning. Yeah. This guy handed the server his phone so yeah. that the person at the other end of the line could take All the order. Yeah, that's how Fair play, though. Yeah. Fair play. So he worked mostly from four till the early morning. And I mainly worked with high school age kids and one particular janitor who, even though most of his teeth had rotted out of his head and smelled like weed all the time, would still do his job and had a genuinely good heart. You see? See? Just because you look like Eli, you can still be a nice person. Do I have teeth, Paul? Yes, barely. Your mouth looks like a scat-covered graveyard. <laughs> oh, God. Right? Retort? No? You, you're just sort of not very good at anything. Thank you. Yeah. One day I came to work early to grab a bite to eat and this particular janitor walked up to me laughing hysterically. He told me that he had something he wanted to show me in the bathroom. Okay. Okay. Needless to say, I was slightly scared but followed him. 
I just want you to see what us janitors deal with on a day-to-day basis. I had no idea. Well, what I, you I was, know what I'd say. I would, I would, I would have, would have interjected at that point and said, I, I think I have a pretty good idea about <laughs> the, yeah. the parameters of your job, yeah. where you go, what, what you, you do. do, and uh, you know, what is it going to be? Is it going to be a giant turd? Well, shall we find out? I'm thinking giant turd. Three Let's to one. Go. So. I had no idea what I was bracing myself for. Now, being on a toll road, we get people stopping from all walks of life. But a lot of it was from semi-truck drivers hauling containers full of goods across the country. Eastbound and down, other T-Pons trucking. I gotta do what they say can't be done. I got a long yes. way to go and a short time to get there. Oh. We're eastbound, watch your bandit run. Yee-haw! <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Um... They were the cause of a lot of problems in the bathroom, from shitting their pants to literally trying to flush their underwear down the toilet. (laughs) (laughs) Why won't you die? Um, To leaving shit literally in the middle of the floor. You see, I just... I don't understand that. I don't understand that. You've made it all that way. What stopped you? You know. From doing the... I think it's a little little bit of a... You think it's a kind of fuck you to a kind of... It is. Dirty protest. A dirty protest, which is a common cause of stories on Tales from the Shop Floor. So, I think we've discovered, Paul, shit will be in this. It's looking like a dead cert for some dead shot. <laughs> Let's see it. It's a dead shot situation. Yeah, it's good. I walk into the bathroom and head over to the toilet my janitor is pointing at and giggling. Just before I stick my head inside the stall itself, my janitor asks, have you ever seen someone chocolate shotgun a toilet before? <laughs> That is a beautiful turn of phrase. My heart and stomach dropped somewhere near my testicles. There was shit everywhere. All over the toilet, behind the toilet, on the walls of the stall. It somehow even managed to go underneath the walls of the stall and pepper shit all over it and behind the two toilets on either side. As if someone loaded a shotgun full of shit and fired it. But I'm thinking it's more like this person's probably quite quite um, overweight, so it's like hard to sort of you know manipulate the nozzle, but so mate, to speak. I have never and, shat uh, like a fireman's hose, <laughs> never. And uh, it's more like a uh, a chocolate uh, machine gun turret. It's it's like uh, spraying a all scat over paintball gun session. That's that doesn't work. It wasn't catchy enough. I looked at my janitor who'd thrown his hands up in the air in disbelief, and I hugged him. I never cared about how high he was after that day because I would never have to if that was what he had to deal with day after day. Indeed. Thank you for both taking the time to read this. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you're interested, I do have more stories to tell. Keep up the good work. Joseph Smith, Rolling Prairie, Indiana, USA. Um, That was the most scat. It was, but if we are going to do a little bit of a crit uh, here, there wasn't much narrative. No, but it was literally a character piece. Someone shat. It was no, more of a character piece. Because we got to see about the bond between this janitor and a kind of insight into... Yes, and there was a bit of a journey for for our, our lead there. There in was. That he changed his mind about the janitor. Yeah. So, oh, because he ha- he saw what he had to deal with. A bond was made. It's like a John Hughes movie, except apart from issues and learning, it's shit. Yes. It's, it's shit brought people together. Indeed. Now, and that incident uh, reminds me of that story about the plane that had to turn back because of the... Uh, the man who did the a fe- big poop. Fe- liquid fecal. So yeah. it must have actually not just been a bad smell. It, it must have been, been all an actual over. health yeah. hazard. Yeah. Well, again, three varying and fascinating stories. Tells from the shop 
floor from you guys out there. Thank you. And again, if you have any to send us, send us by email, thecheapshow at gmail.com. And if they're not too depressing, we will read them out. Because that second one has it was a bit, me. Yeah, it was a bit sad. It's a bit it? sad, but it kind of I think we need to tell those stories too. Life is a rainbow of many colours and not all of them shine brightly. You know what that second story really said to me, Paul, is that... You, you need know, to be careful of your drinking habit. Uh, uh, no. <laughs> no. No. Go on. Um, happiness is relative. Yeah. You know, that man has a miserable life. He's an alcoholic. And yet he felt the, the, the emotion of triumph from ha- when the hour get... came when yeah. he could do it. And he, he, he won. That was a win for him. That was a it victory. Was a win for him. See what I mean? Yeah. Lower your expectations and then even uh, small, irrelevant triumphs become something. Tales from the shop floor. Tales of despair, joy, bonding and shit. Or nerf turds. Nerf turds. <laughs> and chocolate shotguns. Thank you very much. We look forward to more. Oh no, what was the section called again? League of Snacks. Have we got a jingle for it? No. Shall we do one? Bom 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 Yes. Then it's a snack. We're moving on. Right. Right. Before we get to our League of Snacks, which is the first one was... And um, crisps. The first one was well received. <laughs> the first one was well received. It was. It, did, it, it sparked a bit of debate, didn't it? A bit of debate. People thought that maybe we put too much nostalgia on it, but I, I, I thought it was the most nostalgic snack. For you, definitely. I've been thinking about this, Paul. Oh. And, um, we can't... Once the scores are locked down, though, we can't go back, right? Oh, we're not going to re- revise scores. Okay. No, that would be uh, ridiculous. Yes. And it would open up a morass of uh, of confusion. It would be a problem. So, there was some debate, though, because, uh, you know, Monster Munch, uh, definitely one of the most nostalgic brands ever. So, there's always going to be, you know, uh, some debate on that. Yeah. Is that it? That's all I had to say, yeah. All right, cool. I thought there was going to be more to that. That's why I gave you time. Wasted. Wasted time. Okay, so before we get into the League of Snacks this yeah. week, uh, we've had a letter flown to me by Owl to uh, <laughs> Cheap Show HQ, um, which is not the House of Pickles. This is a subsidiary of Cheap Show HQ. Cheap Show HQ is based in Cambridge. I wouldn't want the House of Pickles to be Cheap Show HQ. Well, there's other it. stuff going on in here. There's not. Look, there's... Name me one thing that happens in this room outside of basic misery. <laughs> <laughs> Look, there's a bunch of hot sauces there. I want to, yeah, we're going to have to talk, tackle them at some point. It's the Hall of Hot Sauce. Oh, the Hall of Hot Sauce. Which is just above Mount Scat Pants. <laughs> Whatever it's called. Crop Pants. Crop Pants. <laughs> and then you've got the Sauce Mound. The Sauce Trough. And the Shelf of... Of Tats, yes. Yeah, it's, it's an interesting... So there's stuff happening in it's like you make this just... place sound magical, but it's a dirty hole. It's yeah. such a, it's horrible. So, <laughs> I got an email sent from a guy called Chase Mullins, a very American name, right? It's got to be extremely American. Is Chase a girl's name? He is an name? American. Oh, it's a boy's it's name. A boy's name, I think. I think that's a, a... Chase. Yeah, like Chevy Chase. <laughs> that doesn't work. <laughs> no, that's his surname. And he that wasn't his real name either. No, he named himself after a street in America. Didn't I've he? seen that street. I've Washington seen that. D.C. No, there's one in L.A. as well. There's Chevy Chase Drive in L.A. Oh, 
Yeah. Is that the one he was named after? I would have thought so, but maybe you're right and I am wrong. There's a few Chevy Chasers in the world. There probably is more than one Chevy Chase. Yeah. Just like there's more than one uh, Arnold Lane, maybe. Yeah, there's more than one Paul Gannon. There's no roads called Paul Gannon. There might be. I bet there isn't. What? Well, just take it back then, because you're wrong. All just right. take it back, you're wrong. Might be a Gannon land. <laughs> Gannon, <laughs> Gannon, Gannon Street. There could be a Gannon Street. Yeah, yes. I'm getting her. Okay, all right. right. It's not called Paul Gannon no, Road. There, though, are, there might, there might be. A few years after you're dead. So good. Five years say, from now, let's call be this a road. road Paul Gannon because it stinks of shit. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Anyway, Jake Mullins has emailed a British snacks question. He says, "Hello, Paul, and maybe Eli, if this gets read on the pod." Well, it did. I'm an American listener, and right. I'm really interested in trying different snack foods. I know this is a subject that comes up on the show all the time, but could you give me five or so snacks that you think non-British fans should definitely try? Very interesting. And so let's rattle that off quite quickly. Okay, well, what would you suggest? Off the top of my head? Yes. Five snacks that they don't have in America that they should try. Yes. Watsits, Quavers, one of the Monster Munchers, Hula Hoops, and Chipsticks. Now, I, I, I'm, they're good. Yeah, off the top of my head. I haven't had a top proper thing. I don't think you've had a proper think there. I because... haven't, though. I just fucking said that. <laughs> now, Paul, I can tell from what you just said that you didn't prepare that, okay? And uh... I know! I just fucking said that! Yeah. Okay, you've just said that, but i also like to say that I've observed that you weren't very well prepared there. Yeah. You haven't had a proper think. Right, are you going to have a proper think now, your are you? The first one on your list was Watsits. Yeah. And he can have Watsits I very easily. Cheeto, Cheetos oh puffs. But I think Watsons have a very unique texture and flavour that I don't nah. think you can get in America. I don't think I you think can get they're the almost identical. I would say they're Cheesy almost... puffs, maybe, but I don't think the cheese carries almost... over flavour. The flavour's not the same. The flavour of the cheese is different. It's drastically different, the Watsit flavour. Well, we will have it's to... It's bolder. We'll have to put that claim to a test. We will be. And I will be getting some puffs. Che- Cheetos cheese Mate, puffs. Mate, we will be getting onto that right now today. <laughs> All right. I've got Watsits. Yeah, but we don't have any Cheetos to compare them with. No, we don't. Now, it's a very hard question, actually, that he that Chase is... Um... Posed because there is so much these days that does cross over. Because uh, the example that comes to mind is uh, salt and vinegar. Yeah, that was a quintessentially British uh, flavour profile. But you it's go over there American now, thing. but it's it's funny. It has a different position over there. It's kind of luxury. It's kind of they have uh, Pringles, don't gourmet. They? Oh, gourmet. It's a gourmet kind oh. of flavour profile. So you have. Uh, you know, the kind of gourmet kettle-style chips will yeah. have salt and vinegar, but it's not one of their bog-standard It's not one things, of their off-the-shelf you know. So what I think ones. he's thinking is something that is British and you wouldn't be able to get over there. Okay. What can you imagine that might Quavers. be Quavers. I don't think they have anything like a quaver out there. That's true. Quavers are Chipsticks. I don't think they have anything like a chipstick out there. Chipsticks is a Maybe good one. Maybe Smith Square Crisps. Also good. But this is all within the Monster realm of Monster Munch. You can't go... Oh, yeah, he said I'm snacks. thinking of like a unique item. Scampi fries. Oh, yeah. Do they have scampi fries no. up there? That's good. Now we're on it. And, a, and, a, and an old frazzle by the same... It's the classic Smith's triumvirate of snacks. <laughs> yeah. Isn't it, basically? Yeah. The cheese moments, yeah. the scampi fries, yeah. and the bacon fries. Yeah. Oh, Give those a go, mate. All right. So have a good think about that. Sausage rolls don't exist in the same form. No, they don't. Over there. That's another Strange. one. We, are in this country, like to have a sausage roll, which is a sausage meat. A pastry. Nice. Uh, wrapped in a, 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 a puff pastry thing. In a puff pastry. Yeah. They they Oof. call those something entirely different. I don't think they are. They're big on those over there. Meat pastries or yeah. something. Meat I don't pastries know. or something. Patties or yeah, something, don't they? Yeah, they call they? them something. I don't know. 
like that. Stupid fucking cunts. <laughs> I love Americans. I would he should try a breakfast sausage. Ayo. A British breakfast sausage, yeah. maybe. Maybe a British breakfast sausage. Right, should we get on to the legal snacks? It's a very interesting question. If I have any other thoughts, because that has uh, it's Sparkled. scintillated my uh, mind stem. Yes. And uh, I, I'm the good question, Chase. And uh, we'll try and give you a more comprehensive uh, and um, a better answer in a, la- a later date. Can we agree on that, Paul? We can agree on that. Let's move on. Let's move on to, to the actual League of Snacks. Now, we and, had only one Chris. last time. But now we're going to do a few. We're going to try and get through them. Okay. And, we need uh, to start building this because one of our uh, listeners is actually putting this down on paper, so to speak. As gospel, on a spreadsheet, got a on spreadsheet. the Reddit page. So this is as scientific as this shit's going to get. And we, we're not going to have God tier. No, fuck I don't, off. Well, there's no God. No, fuck off. I mean, there is no God. But some of our faith-based listeners, they might disagree with you on that. We frankly believe in a atheist... Uh, belief stalk. Okay. <laughs> belief stalk. <laughs> yeah. Paul, I wasn't trying to make a point about the existence or not you did, though. of God. You just did. Although, you literally said there is no God, though. Okay. And then, so you did say that, right? I did do that. So I let's move on. I, I did don't have do a that. theological discussion with I'm you. Not, I'm not. All I'm saying, what I what annoys me, God tier, it's one of those neologisms which is um, really annoying. Like, you know the other one that's really starting to fucking just annoy me? crisps. Adult as a verb. Oh, I was adulting the other do, day. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I hate I, that. Die. I hate die, that. Die, you fucking person. Right, good. Let's do some adulting right now and eat some crisps. <laughs> Don't say now, that. There right. are four categories. We rate these crisps out of ten. And the categories are texture, flavour, nostalgia and value for money. It would have to have value for money in there. Yes, it has to. Because that's Cheap Show's remit. It's Cheap Show's remit. So let's go on to the first snack. And look. Oh, it's only the what's it. It is what's it. Now, these have been... Um, gobbled up by Walkers again, but I believe they were KP originally. Maybe they? I remember them as Smiths, weren't they? Smiths, maybe could have been Smiths, could have been KP. But they, you know, this is what happens in the world. And Walkers, which is a huge international conglomerate, probably part of Unilever or something, you know, or Nestle. There's Lay's, isn't it? Which is probably it's owned Lays, by yeah. Coke or something crap like that. I don't Everything's know. owned by one. It's everyone's... Disney will own everything at one day. Yeah, Disney crisps. Yeah, Disney's what's it? Yeah. With a fucking princess on it and an anthropomorphic pot. She could have that, would be good for Leia because she have a what's it on each side, like the buns. Yeah, yeah. yeah oh, right. I'll yeah. eat that. Star Wars, what's it? <laughs> Star Wars, it's. There you Mate, go. We... Walkers, get in touch. <laughs> okay, what's it is a, is a classic British snack. And it, is. it is. If you are in. Um... It is a really cheesy flavoured corn puff yeah it's a puff so it, it does exist across the world in lots of different formats and you get some very strange Turkish ones around here Ooh. which are what I refer to as naked watsits oh they're just they're, plain they're, they're just plain texture but no flavour and they get they are bags that are about four yeah. litres man they're they have huge the biggest bags. bags of crisps I've ever seen I like that life. phrase of you looking like you're holding the biggest dick in the world right now oh I bet you like that I'm demonstrating yeah I know it's nice I like the girth that you've got imagine I did have a prick like that I don't want to <laughs> at all ever so there's a little bit of blurb on the back I shall read it the baked watsit are you a cruncher or a melter do you like to nibble each watsit or let it dissolve could, I, could you mouth? fuck off and or just maybe tell you like me what living on the edge it says start off by melting and take a bite 
However, you snaffle or what's it, it's always deliciously tasty. See, this is the world we live in. Why they do we take need that? the actual culture that has arisen naturally over generations and then try to claim it. And then claim it. It's, it's what uh, Monster Munch do, it's what yeah. they all do, don't they? Let me have my own culture and you just be just be a manufacturer. They don't smell as much as they used to, but I don't know if that's because the flavour's changed over time. It, I used to remember a sniffier bag. It, I, I totally agree. If I'm going for the sniff test, there is a cheese fl- flavour coming off it, but it, it's not as redolent and no. uh, as fecund as I seem to remember yes. it. Mm. So I'm going to take uh, I'm gonna take two. What's your sort of general view of Watsit? I love Watsit. Yeah, the only downside to Watsit is they do make your fingers smell like they've been deep up your arsehole afterwards. <laughs> yes. They do. You get a horrible, horrible stink on a your fingertips. A horrible stink on your fingers and a, a staining as well. They do stain, give you an orange, that kind of smoker's fingertip. Yeah, Watsit eater's fingers. Yeah. So let's have a taste. Those have changed. They have. They seem a little bit weaker than they used to. They're weaker, to. aren't they? The flavour's still there. The texture is still there. I think yeah, maybe because we're older, we remember them being bigger, but actually they've probably never really changed their size. No, I think the size, they're pretty good, aren't they? I've, this is In a, terms of mouth crack, yeah. the mouth crack rating is through the roof. You know? Both of us haven't managed to avoid eating several now. They're just moorish. Extremely moorish. They are crack. Yeah. Have another scoop and then we'll move on. Oh... Um, I mean, there's not much to say. Let's just give this a, a rating. It doesn't linger too much. You know, let's just go through it and rate it. Yeah, very nice. Texture for what's it? What do you fancy texture? Now, I like the crunchy, melty feel. It leaves a nice kind of coating on your mouth afterwards. A nice... Yeah, a mouth feel. Thickening. It gives to an umami. It's an mm, umami. Cheese is an, um, is an umami uh, thing. Um, what? Umami? Is that how you say it? Um, umami. Umami, thank you. I think I might be wrong, but well, I, just I think Just because you know people who speak Japanese. So yeah, I'd but like I... to know what the actual pronunciation of that is. Umami! <laughs> That's racist. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, grab bag. Umami samurai. Now, uh, okay, so what's it? Texture. I like the texture. I like that crumbly, crunchy, Yes, but that's dense. one of the things I was going to say. To me, it seems that walkers have gone in and they've firmed them up from what Maybe I used to remember. They used to be more more uh, and more disintegrating and more more cheesy bits coming off in your hand. Yeah, well, this is the, that's the hard part. We'll get to that when we talk about nostalgia. Okay. So in terms of its texture right now, what we're going to have to agree on, uh, I was thinking seven. Uh, can we do point fives? Yeah, we can do point fives. I'll say 7.5. Let's go with 7.5 then for uh, this We one. both have to agree. Yeah, we, we both have to oh, agree. Because okay. otherwise... Okay, so you're okay, with, you're okay with 7.5? I'm fine with 7.5. Now let's I'll just, pick my arguments. You know what I mean? Pick I'll your pick my battles. Yeah, pick your battles, definitely. But also, Paul, we need a rule. If in the League of Snack Auditorium, yeah. the Senate, as it were, yes. uh, if, it, if we cannot agree, we'd have to go exactly halfway in between both our scores. Okay. Okay. Okay, but what if we get like half 2.5? It's like all that kind of stuff, I imagine. Well, you can keep we'll dividing. Well, it will the decimal to... places just keep going. We you will cross keep... those bridges as we come to them. And pick our battles and as use a lot of cliches. Yes. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll just, that's all water under the bridge for now, though. <laughs> right, so let's move on. 7.5, flavour. Now, again, I remember it being a stronger flavour, but we're not talking about when it used to. We're talking about what it is now. Now, just my experience, my mouth experience just now, Paul, Yeah. it was... I was liking it. You yeah, know what it's I mean? nice. It's tasty. It's a, tasty. Comfort, it's a comfort food snack, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's very tasty. It's very tasty. I'd say eight. I, w- I would say eight. I was going to take a okay. bit of a battle then, but I thought, no, it's no higher, and it's only a little bit lower. So I think I'm eight happy. is fair. Eight is fair. Yes. All right, eight. 
So, nostalgia. Now, here's where we talk about the lineage of the Now, do I give it a lower score for nostalgia if they're not like I remember them? No, we're looking at it as, as a brand in, in general. A kind of brand nostalgia It's, it's heritage. Yeah. You know? I think, we're so, gonna, I think we'd have to go up there with nine. Think of the, the amount of stand-up comedy routines from the 80s. Yeah. You know, the, the... They, are, they are a cultural item in the way that some crisps never, ever become. True. I'm, I feel it should be lower a little bit, but I can't tell you why. It's a, it's a gut feeling that I'm, I want to say 8.5, but I don't disagree with 9. I just why wonder do you if we're going to hand 5? out too many 9s to some recognised brand. Okay, so what did we give the... Uh, the what tits, I think. The, the month and Munch must have got a 9. Okay. So we didn't I'm, give it a is, is it, it Monster Munch quality in terms of its heritage? It's, it's nostalgia. Yes, I'd say it, is, it has to be on a level with them. Fine in that. Okay. I, mean, I think a lot of people are going to disagree with us on this one, but we make the rules. We make the rules. What? They come on. No, you're right. British what's I think you can see the nostalgia because it is shorthand for that they kind make of snack. Also. It's almost like Hoover or Kleenex yeah, or something. You know, it, It's become shorthand. I will say this. They make a great crisp butty. Oh, yeah? Between two slices of Now, Butty, let's not get into that whole quagmire. We, we can't really bring that into this, to be fair. We have to judge them on the snack itself and not... I know, but I'm just going to say, some of our listeners will not know what you mean by Butty and might think you're getting all I mean all a anal. sandwich. It's a northern expression. No, you don't mean a sandwich. Yeah, Butty is a, is a sandwich. Is it? Yes. I thought it was a roll. No, just, it's just a sandwich. Ah, okay. Egg Butty, cheese Butty, bacon We're all butty. learning. We're all learning. It's a, It's a... It's a safe space. It's when you put crisps <laughs> in between two slices of bread. Yes, yes, it's a safe space. Okay. Right. So, all right. Oh, I think that's worth mentioning. Nostalgia. Nine. I'm gonna I'm gonna concede to you on this one. Okay. But I I would have said maybe eight point five. Shall, shall we say eight point seven five? Eight point seven five okay. is agreeable. <laughs> eight point seven five. Okay. And now for value for money. Now. That was a grab bag, so it was slightly more costly than usual. So that was uh, 85p or 70p. 36 grams. Yeah. And I think the regular packs are, 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 are fewer. Is the grab bag always 36 grams? Maybe. I don't so know. This is stuff we need we need to uh, figure out. But they are quite airy as well, aren't they? They're quite. I don't feel like... I mean, all crisps have gone up in price anyway these days. I think the average bag of crisps is going to cost you about 70p anyway, even if you're getting like a ready salted and I just feel that because of their moorishness and the mouth crack effect yeah you're going to do it quick it's a, and yeah, you might you're feel a bit short changed you know what I mean yeah you'll probably power through that quite quickly so I think that has to affect our answer there so I, I I I mean I would pay I mean the thing is you get a part of a meal deal you're basically getting it for free because you pay for the sandwich and the drink so actually it's not that bad as part of a meal deal thing in a, in a Tesco's or Sainsbury's but it was I think 75 80p for that and I don't know if it's quite I'm used worth to the it. days. They used to be able to get smaller packets and they were 30p, weren't yeah, they? Yeah, 30, 35 p something like that. It? it was a lovely time. Just what you needed in your packed lunch. And a white dog poo. Your mum used to put a white dog poo in your packed lunch. Goal posts for footballs. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. So what are we going to say for uh, value for money? Let's say seven. Yeah. Seven. Yeah. Seven. 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 Right, we're moving on then. Oh no, we've got to add it all up. So it is... Um, Oh, how does this work? Let me do it, Paul. All right. Hand it over. You count it all up. With, okay. Write it down somewhere. 
Let's see now. I can just do it in my head. Yeah, do it in your head. The computer is on. I thought it was quite nice. Uh, like the block machine. 30.25. 30.25. Yes. All right. Give me that and I'll write it down on the back. Fuck it. So 30.25 for the Watson. Interesting score. I thought it'd be a little higher. Yeah. I don't know why. The, we the, were reticent. But I think what was the, the, the uh, Monster Munch was 32. Was it? Yeah. Because okay. I think we... we, we we gave it quite a low um, flavour or something, or a lower than we thought flavour. The, t- the top score possible is forty. Right? It's gonna. I don't think we'll ever get a forty. I think if Monster Munch Beef can't get a forty, yeah, what, what will? Can? What, what can? can? We just don't know. Well, maybe it's our next choice, which is the Quaver. The Quaver again, a great British snack. I don't believe you can get anything too similar to this elsewhere in America, for example. Uh, what would you just uh, to summarise what a Quaver actually is? And on the pack, it says a cheese-flavoured, light curly potato snack. But it's not like a crisp, like a sliced potato. It's like a, a puffed potato slice. It's been slice. processed in such a way to be of an airy light. And I believe some of the advertising over the years is uh, kind of trying to sell them as a, as a light alternative, yeah. they? non-greasy. So they're curly. And like a Watsit, they can crunch or you can let them melt on your tongue. They have I like to melt that. them. They, yes. Again, it's a selling point. And they look like, I guess, like... Pork scratchings in terms of their shape. Yes. But they're not. They're more like a kind of floaty, watsity, maybe even cheetah-y consistency. These are also made by Lay's, but um, again, may have been something that they swallowed up. Much nicer flavour when you open the bag. Much, really? Much cheesier? It's much more quavers. You smell ah, it, you go, that's quavers. You're absolutely right. It's nice. It's a nice cheesy niff. It has a much stronger cheesy niff. Much bolder than the, the Watsits, yeah. Probably still not as strong as it used to be, maybe because of all the new flavourings and stuff they in. use. You're but right. Let's though. go in. Are you going to crunch or melt? Oh. Onion powder they've got, haven't they? I think that's what makes it. They're, they're a bit salty. Is that salty? But they are salty. I mean, there's no. Mm. I'm just wondering if there's onion powder, garlic powder, garlic. It's like there you go. It's got a spiciness. It's got that um, tang. An oniony. Yeah. yeah tang. It is almost cheese and oniony. Yeah. Really, it is, actually, when you think they about it. They don't sell them that, but they no. are a cheese and onion flavour. Now, crisp. did they used to do cheese and onion flavour quavers? I don't remember that. I love a quaver, I have to say. Very nice. Very satisfying. Again, like what? It's very comfy food. Yeah, very Moorish. Oh. <laughs> oh. I love yeah. this part of the fucking show. It's <laughs> fucking great. Okay, good. I'm glad. Uh, oh. Yeah, watch it's very strong there, very strong. Yes, I agree, very strong. But what are we going to rate it? Let's go. Let's go straight in here, Paul. Texture. I'm thinking 9.5. I think wow. it's got to be the, one of the kings of the texture world. It's a unique it's, texture it is, you know what? In, the, in, the, in crisps, isn't it? I'm and not going to argue. On, a, on the latest instalment of the League of Snacks, I did discuss that the way that uh, Monster Munch the air pockets kind of suck your tongue in a bit and it's a bit An of a masochism. Yeah. There's a bit of pain, a bit of danger. And you let it... Yeah, living on the edge, mate. Sticky, sticks your tongue, you think it might never come off. Or your cheek. Yeah. Or the roof of your mouth. Quavers have the ultimate of that. Yeah, they do. 9.5. Yeah, it's, it's 9.5. Right. Flavour, 9. I fucking love the taste of quavers. Okay. For what they are, for that flavour, it's mild. It's still got a tang. It's still got that kind of cheese and oniony kind of aroma. Yes. That magic. But come on, it's a 9. They're it's nice. A nine. They're a nice snack, aren't they? Nostalgia. 
Now, I think we're going to have to say lower on this because they haven't got the presence. They don't quite have the presence of what it has or, or a Monster, Monster Munch. Well, they're in the same ballpark. They sort of are, but they're more of a cult item. It's a, maybe it's a B-lister. It totally is. Do you know you what I'm saying? I now, feel bad for saying that. I feel like we're under the listen, Quavers aren't an actual person who can get upset, Paul. True. Okay. So just bear but that in mind. My teddy bear growing up had feelings. <laughs> yeah, <I laughs> just know. so you know. Yeah. All right. Yes. My little toys that I made out of paper had feelings. Yeah. And when you used to eat the hula hoops, infinity rather yeah, than the Yeah, they had feelings yeah. as well. But they were going to get reincarnated. I so. would say 8.5. For nostalgia. For nostalgia. Purposes. I think we should push that down. No. We can't rate it lower than. F- we can't rate it that low. That's crazy. What was the nostalgia on the Watsits? The Watsits was 8.75. I think 8.25 eight. is as high as I'm... Yeah. Eight. Eight. A nice round, solid eight. A confident eight. Because, okay. mate, it's, it's, you still I'm, would think about that at the 70s, 80s, that growing up. You would. Lunches. And I also, just to mention... The, the, it's part of our history, mate. The cult, It does have one cultural um, well, sort of point to make. Yeah. And that is, it is a rhyming slang for raver. A bit of a quaver. Cheesy quaver, raver. Good to know. So when ecstasy came in in the late eighties in Britain, yeah, we had ravers for the first time, which okay. were people who went to illegal house music parties, dotted around the M25. So eight. ravers. So that is a bit, a bit of a nostalgic sort of r- reference to an era. Yeah, yeah. Eight. Fine. Come on, I eight. just wanted to mention the craver. The raver and that's thing. fine. I let you do it, even though I zoned out halfway through. <laughs> Fuck off. Right. And value for money again. Same problem as the Watson. We can't. Um, 80p, 75p. It's the same, isn't it? But it feels... What's that, 36 grams? How, how many grams is there? 34. Gram? You see, they're fucking with us on all of this stuff. They make all of these sort of minute adjustments about how my, how the weight, don't they? It's weird. Death by a thousand cuts, mate. So that's less good value because that grab bag is what costs the same, yeah. but has two grams less uh, yeah. stuff in. So value for money in terms of that. What then, did we give Watts's? We gave that a seven. I'm gonna, let's go down. Let's go down to uh, at six point five. They're not great value. They're not great value, and they're, they're Moorish. And again, you have that. They don't. They've got to I would, fill you I up. would be happy with six point five. I think. Okay. Because then, then all crisps of this bracket are going to be in the same problem, and we're going to rate them reasonably low, just being the average price of crisps. I just think that's we've 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 done a bit of research. That is the same price, and it's two grams less than what you get in a. In a what so what are we saying? Six point five. Six point five. All right. In that case, can you now count it up and write it to the uh, top of the? If you'd like to turn on the computer, please. Really? So higher than what's it? Incredible. Fair enough. They ca- it was on the flavour and the texture. The actual. That's what sold it. it. Yeah. Thirty-three. Let me just double check that. Yes, thirty-three. Yep. Thirty-three. Then a very strong score. Extremely sc- strong for the quavers. There. What did we say? Monster Munch was thirty-four. I think we said. I think it was. Yeah. We'll check the facts and we'll we'll update Look. it on our website and the Reddit page. All right. Yes. So. Our last one today, we're going to get straight to. Are we doing we talked it about time? it? Yeah, we talked about it mostly in terms of the lineage last time. So let's just tackle the flavour now. So we're going to do the Monster Munch Pickled Onion Crisp. Ah, I see. So that's a good idea. So we just have to do a different score for flavour. Pre- well, pretty much. Because we can still... Let's just 
Take it's, it on its own. Okay. So we talked about Monster Munch in the last episode until when we did the last League of Snacks. Go back to it. Find out what we talked all about the brand then. Come back to us now. We're just doing the same thing, this, but with pickled onion flavour. this is one which the, the, the listeners have really been uh, chiming in. Uh, Monster Munch, a very uh, emotive brand. Just, just to catch you up, it is a pickled onion flavour baked corn snack. So, you know, quite a chunky snack. And uh, what does it weigh? 40 grams, and it's the same price actually as the Snickers or Watsons. Ah. So, have a sniff, very strong pickled onion smell. Ooh, as Ooh. all the pickle kings out, it's very tart. It's very tart. It's got There's a, no mistaking a that. Real smell. tang on the smell, man. I like it's got a bit of danger to it. You, kind yeah. of, you, get, you, you have an involuntary sort of physiological reaction. It's to got it. a bit of a kind of makes you wince, wince, a it makes bit. you wince a bit. So, let's get straight in. Oh, well, we've lost Eli. Mm. Mm. It's an interesting flavour. Not for everyone. Not for everyone. And it's polarising because a lot of people rate this more higher than roast beef. It seems to have a, a smaller but more vocal, following. passionate yeah, following. It does, doesn't it? Whereas I think... Okay, so Monster Munch is your first girlfriend that you bring home to your family that you're really proud of and it's warm and careful but when that doesn't go well after a while and you move on to your next this is your edgy I'm going to rebel back rebound it's the punk it's the punk snack and it's the cyclops monster isn't it yeah so you know it's a bit on the edge it's a bit yeah so you know demented roast beef is your entry point to, to monster munch whereas this is your do you want to do you want to try something different hardcore monster munch yeah you yeah. tried that do you want to come around the back for yeah. this yeah that's the pickled onion yes but does that make it a better snack, It's impressive. Though? I just want to mention that I do feel like the flavour has become less intense over the years. It might just be uh, me ageing. Maybe. That tastes like... That, to me, tastes like... Exactly the same. Not no, I can't remember that. But to me, that's exactly how I expected. Well, we all know, Paul, you've got a bias and you come down on the... Um, the roast beef flavour. I do. Side of the line. I do. Don't you? I do. Uh, I've been open about that bias. Now, they also do a just a normal crisp, a potato crisp... Yeah. Which is pickled onion flavour. Have you tried those? No. Well, well do they that. will come up. Well, they will come up. Uh, but let's come. rate these. Okay. Texture. Well, I can't remember has, what we have to It has do. to be the same. I can't remember what it was. Nine, we said before. Did we it? say nine? I'll check it and amend it if we need to. Okay. But you're right. It'd be ridiculous. A nostalgia. Well, let's get into it. Flavour. You're going to say nine, aren't you? No, I'll say 8.5. For the sake of argument, I'm going to agree with you. It's they not like smell a better tea. than they taste. There's, there's a sort of tang, ta- a volume of tanginess that isn't as high as I'd like it to be. I'd like okay. them to be more tart and sour and, and okay. vinegary, more pickly. Fine, that's fine. I mean, I, that's how I remember it. It's not my choice of Monster Munch, but it's a really strong, potent, very uh, familiar flavour. Yes. Nostalgia. Could it have to be? 8.5, you I think. You think 8.5? 8, maybe. I mean, 8.5 is as high as I'll go. Because really? I don't think people, when they think of Monster Munch, go to that. They go to the yellow packet. They go, they go for go roast to, beef. You know, they, they go for roast beef every time. They do. But this did have... This does have some cachet. It does. It does have some cachet. It's not like, you know, let's say... Let's say roast chicken flavour no. crisps. Which, no. you know, of a flavour that's been there for years and years and years, but no one ever gave a shit. No. Did they? Even no. people who like them don't give a shit. You know what I mean? There's no, there's no what support. What I'll say is, what we'll say is this, whatever we rate it now, if you're a huge fan of them, of Pickled Onion, you yourself at home listening can add a point to it. Yes. But it doesn't make it legitimate because it's not 
the official ranking as per Cheap Show's rules and regulations. If 8.5 is as high as you're going to go, I'm going to have to accept that, Paul. 8.5 is where we're going to have to go with that. So, value for money. ATP weighs slightly more than the Wattits and the Quavers. Well, slightly more. Well, a good, what, it, six grams no, more? I mean, that's a lot more. That's a lot better value. But they're also a heavier snack. They're so a more you probably... fulfilling snack. And there's more of it. Yeah. So, value for money, then. I think... Probably about right. Eight. T eight eight eight, eight. yeah eight, all right. I mean that's higher than what we gave the Watsits and the Quavers, right? The yes, Watsits it is. Were, what it was is. the Watsits seven point seven five? Uh, value for money was seven. Yeah, that's good. And we went six point five on the Quavers. Yeah, okay. So that, this is fair. Eight. And, it's, and it's borne out by our observations of the actual grammages. Yes. Yes. Oh, he's doing some maths. I want you to double check. I think that's thirty four. Oh, um. <laughs> Thirty-four. So I think it matches the roast beef. Ah, but did it get there in a different? It got way? there in a different route. It took a different road to get there, but okay, the destination was the same. So in, yeah, interesting. So there we go. What's it? Thirty point two five. We have Quavers with thirty-three, and just nipping ahead of the curve, uh, we have the pickled onion monster munch with a thirty-four. Again. Again, not too surprising, but at the same time, qualifying. Now, I'd just like to say, we any snack can be entered into our system. Any. And we will, I'm sure, in time. be, be um, doing some more outre uh, out there. We will. Uh, we recommended. Of the snack. Yes, we will. World. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I wish to shake your hand after a successful no, League of Champions. Shake my I hand, I feel weird bitch. about it. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> there we go. That was the League of Snacks. Thank you. Well, on Cheap Show, we like board games and we like old TV game shows. And when they come together like they do on moments like this, well, Paul is cock-a-hoop. It is time to play a TV board game, board game TV show, game show segment of the show, board game. We need to call this a segment. We need to call it's it... It's not a segment. Cheap, pl- cheap it's plays. It's cheap show. It's normal. Cheap plays. Cheap show plays. No, it's not. It doesn't... And not everything has to have a name. Cheap show plays. Wordy, wordy game. Do you have a board. name for your penis? Yeah. Captain Frankenstein. <laughs> It's got two big bolts on the side of its fucking head, mate. Ooh. And the ladies. Oh, they love it. They love it. Do you know what I call mine? What? Little Lou. Little Lou? That doesn't sound like a child at all. (laughs) So, (laughs) let's move on. Uh, Today, we are playing on the Cheap Show Plays section, the board game section. We are playing the TV show Countdown. Now, again, great British institution is Countdown. Based on a French format, which I didn't know. Oh, was it? It was based on a French show initially. So, I mean, I don't know how that worked. I mean, apparently similarly. What was that called? Le word uh, clicky clock TikTok. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Le word click clock. Yes. Yes. And it uh, in the UK for the longest time was hosted by Richard Whiteley, a cuddly, lovely regional TV host who got this Channel Four national quiz show. He was quite a great presenter. Had a had he, he, he had a charm. He had a, a lot of charm. He's if anyone knows us. Um, and knows that we like Tim the Toy Man on, uh, you know, YouTube on YouTube. That Tim guy. Imagine if that guy presented a word-based quiz show, and basically that's Whiteley. very likable, and he's very cheeky as well. And he used to say he, he was called Twice Nightly Whiteley, <laughs> and bigged up his sex life. And he presented it for years and years and years. Yeah, for years before he uh, before he passed on. Passed sadly. on yeah. a few years back now. Yeah, maybe like ten. But the show has kept going. 
Des Lyman presented it for a while, some Sky News yeah, presenter. but it hasn't had a permanent sort of replacement, has no, it? No, no, not really. There's some other guy who presents it now, don't recognise him, but I believe he does a Sky Sports show okay. as well. Okay. Um, uh, the other thing uh, to mention about Countdown is that it was the first show aired on Channel 4. Yes, when it was first broadcast in 1984. Was it four? I think 84. 84. I mean, we don't bother with facts anymore on this nah, show. We go it. with gut instinct. That's what got us Brexit. That's what got our blue passports so back. I, I Politics. think I remember when I was nine, watching, being very excited, Channel 4 uh, was a, a, the fourth terrestrial TV channel. Yeah, we're back Everyone when we only had four. Yeah. We only had four then. Even even in America at that time, they had more than that. Yeah, they? just about. Yeah. They had five. They had six or seven, I think. I don't know. I don't then. care. Um, so it was a big deal, a, a new TV deal. channel. And I can remember in my yoga room. Uh, oh, you're so middle <laughs> class. Sorry. Anyway, what for me? Do you in want yoga to put room. on a con- Oh, in my... I went to a school where they didn't teach us to read till we were eight. And we had gnomes instead of fire exits. All right, I'll working class it up for you. Yeah. Yeah. I was sitting in a pile of shit in a, in a scullery scrubbing rags. Right, good, thank you. So you saw Countdown and you enjoyed it. And through it. the window of my neighbour, I... Smeared away the cat sick, and I looked through, and on their telly, there was countdown. Is this going anywhere? I basically it? saw the opening yeah. ceremony of Channel 4, and yeah. then countdown. the first programme. Excellent. That's what I was trying to say. It's all right. You could have told it better, but that's fine. So, um, also Carol Vorderman, who did the numbers round. Carol Vorderman, who went on to have a kind of career as a, a everyman presenter she did a bit of everything didn't she award shows and other quiz shows and... but uh the whole thing which now is she's kind of showed herself on being a milf hasn't she she's become kind of well she was a very attractive lady and not conventionally i mean look not conventionally attractive as we'd expect it in terms of the the type position what, what am <laughs> i getting at hello paul you know like it's like paul, I'm, big tits kind i'm of moving look. the digger truck across the table all i'm saying you. is that she was beautiful but not in the way that the, the the media would present beautiful. Well, oh, no, large. I think in later years she was known as being she's attractive. Crum- she was the thinking man's totty, I think they yeah, called her or it. something. It's all very sexist. It's very sexist. It? It's all right. I can look at her tits because I think she's smart yeah. as well because she can can. And also, if you think about the whole power structure, yeah, of the way the format the show is formatted, she does the she has to sort of. Sex it up, and also she was a, a, math, a mathematician. She, right? was, a, she so, was a very smart human being. Yeah. So, but it's almost like they, you, they, the man presents the show. He's the patriot, doddery fathery he's type. The, yes, but and then it's like she's the eye candy to a yeah. certain extent, but also she's got like a parlor trick, which yeah. is the maths. You know, yeah. I mean, it's all kind of dodgy. Because you sit there and go, yeah, yeah. multiply. But this. also God, she's clever. Yeah, you know, oh, she do your trick, I do your do your, your maths trick. Oh, I love you. For do you know what I mean? Brain. So there are oh. some questionable. Oh, I'm uh, gonna do a conundrum. There are some questionable, yeah, there sort are. of sex politics issues around, like just like anything, Any, everything, but, yeah, now. But everything. especially that because they did, because um, they they went for a very attractive um, for the replacement. For they, the yeah, she, very I can't remember her names. And then there's also Susie Dent on the dictionary corner, yes. who would be there to give you the words that you they didn't did. Find. They have an expert on uh, words, which is also I kind of find the most fascinating part of the show. I have to say when she explains. Uh, words and meanings and uh, uh, obscure words. Yeah. Well, we need to explain what the game Countdown's about. It's, a, and, and it's, an, it's an anagram game. It's an anagram game. It really is that simple. You pick vowels and consonants up to nine, and then you have to unscramble them and make the longest word you can out of those nine. In and you have 30 seconds. seconds allotted time. But there was also the maths round. 
which was similar. You got selected random numbers and you had to make uh, them all add up or multiply or... <laughs> I can't do it! <laughs> I can't do it! You got a certain amount... What Paul's trying to say is you got some numbers and then you got a target figure that was randomly generated and you used to u- you have to use all of those numbers in a, a calculation only once to yeah. get as close as you can to the target figure. You could only use... Add addition, multiplication, uh, division, and more subtraction. Yeah, the normal ones. You couldn't do pi square. You couldn't use stuff. calculus and yeah, stuff like none that. None of that bullshit, mate. Honest to goodness, math. Right, so we're gonna play countdown. Do you have a pen for your pad? I do. If you could uh, just put your hand across the source trough and hand me another, another one, please. Pens. What's wrong with that pen? These are both sort of ones that I don't oh, want to drawing. damage the nib oh, on. Yeah. So give me right. a biro, and then you're good. Thank you. Right, sweet. Um, Okay, so it's very simple. We're going to play Countdown. So let's play Countdown! How are we going to play it? <laughs> we'll just take turns like the game. Because I bought the board game. But who's going to win? Well, depends on who gets the most words, doesn't it, Dipshit? But how many are we going to do? We're going to do two word rounds, the numbers round, and then a conundrum. Okay, great. All right. Oh, they've got, got conundrums. The yeah, got a conundrum in there Explain as well. Explain to the... Conundrums are the very final round where you get a nine-letter word and it's all been shuffled around. It's and like the first a... person to unshuffle it and yeah. pick the right word It's a word pre-prepared wins. nine-letter yeah. anagram as opposed to a randomly generated so string of numbers. the first two rounds of Countdown are always the word rounds where the letters round. And so the board game comes with all the cards with vowels and consonants on. There's a numbers thing there. I've put the... Um, I've put the conundrum over there in the corner out of the way see. for now. Yes. So we'll get rid of the top, we'll get rid of the numbers round just for now, so we can so we have space on Paul, I know I always do this, but I'm predicting splapping your ass. You might do. You might do. I hope you do. You hope I win. I hope you win, so mate. So what's the point of playing? I wanna, just say I, I won. No. Just say just say it. No, I don't want to I at least want to Say go, I wa- say I Eli, you the- are the winner. No, because we haven't gone through that yet. Say that. I will say that at the end of the show, if and when you win. All right. Say you love me. I love you. <laughs> say you want me to push you up hard against the Again, wall. Again, why are you doing that? You. I keep why? thinking about that scene in Blade Runner. Great. So <laughs> we have. She was good in Blade Runner. Wasn't Shut she? up. I wanted to be Shut in love up. with an android. I don't care <laughs> about the way this is going. I want to play Countdown. <laughs> look, I will say this as well. The board game comes with a little blue box. This is his big spoofy moment. He's been going on about this. Go on, just tell him. It's a little blue box. When you press it, which I'm not going to do right now, but when you press it, you hear the countdown, 30-second countdown, which you have the time it takes to unscramble the words. That was another very famous thing about the the show. The theme was very famous. Used by stand-up comedians. Oh, all over the show. In fact, it's one of the one times where... A piece of music can become the punchline. All you yeah. have to go is go do 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 do. So I was having sex the other day with my wife, and all of a sudden, Countdown came on the telly. And as I'm nobbing her, I spoff right up her chuff when it went do 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 do. Yeah, I thank you. Yeah, do 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 do. I cammed in a gob. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so, it became yeah. a sort of shorthand for running out of time. Yeah, yeah, 
Yeah, it became synonymous. Yeah, or where you're waiting for a friend at the bus stop and they're running late. You go, funny how that entered the culture. So, I'll let you pick the first letters. Okay. So we have a mound of consonants and a mound of vowels. All I need you to do is pick nine of any selection of those you want. So where do you want to start? I'll go for consonant, please. And I get to see them as they come out. Yeah, of course. So, consonant, yeah? Yeah. Z. Oh. I gave these a proper good shuffle, by the way, just Vowel. so you know. Vowel. U. Vowel. Please, Paul. E. Vowel. A. Consonant. F. Consonant. G. Consonant. S. Two vowels. And two vowels to end on. A. And E. Are you ready? Yes. Start the clock, Carol. Oh, God. Pens down. What have you got? What's the longest letter you've got? Four. I've got five. What? I've got five. Let's go to you first then. Gazes. G A Z E S. G A Z E S. Yeah? Gazes. What have you got? What have you got? Can we not? Can we stop playing? Oh, no! Stop! I'm gonna blam you! I'm gonna blam. <laughs> you might still blam me, but what? So what did you get? I have safe and Z's. Well, there you go. So I get. Uh, f- I believe five points, and you get nothing. <laughs> so I get five points. Where do I put this? Where do I put that five? All right, cool. This is a lot of fun, isn't it? Just like the TV show. Right, I'm gonna put these over there, out the way. Can I pick the letters? This? Can you I do the letter? I want to take them off the pack. All right. I want to touch something. All right. You're gonna have to come over here. Ooh. You ready? I'm the sauce pot. Oh, hello, Carol. You're looking sexy. Ooh, I'm squeezing. Oh. I'm not Carol. Oh, don't touch me. I want to touch don't you. Don't touch me. All right, okay. I won't. What would you like? Um, can I have a consonant, please? Consonant? S. S. Uh, another consonant? It's that pile there, you fucking idiot. Well shuffled. S. Another consonant. T. Vowel. A. Another vowel. Uh, God, Carol, you've let yourself go. Uh, e. Uh, consonant. R. Another consonant. R. Vowel. A. And finally, a consonant. S. Start. Oh, no, Hang on, I, should, no. I should let you write that down. You've got to let me write it down. So we've got S, S, T, A, E, R, R. A-S. Ready? Go. Oh, fuck. Down, what have you got? 
<clears throat> bit of maybe a bit of a dodgy one here, but I've got a six. A six. I have a six as well. Shit. What is your six? What's your six? Rasters. R A S T A S. Rasters. That's right, isn't it? A collection of Rastafarians. I have Rastar. R A S R A S T A R. T A R. I think we have to go to Dictionary Corner, and oh. by that I mean get me phone out. There needs to be there needs to be uh, some judication. So. Oh. What is it? Rastar. Mine's not a word, is it? I don't know. You might find out that you're right. Let's go to dictionary. Doesn't matter if it's if I'm right. I've drawn. Do you know what I mean? Shit. I hate anagrams. Wait. There's a company called Rastar. Oh, I bet they're fucking. There's a is. car called a Rastar, but there is no Rastar. Let me put the word meaning in because maybe that will help. Rastar meaning. Now, if you'd spelt it with an e. It would have been right. Raster Raster. is a rectangular pattern or parallel scanning lines followed by electron. Shit! (laughs) Fucking, this is what gets me when you win and you're an imbecile. Rasters. Fuck you! That shouldn't be allowed. Well, here's the thing. The numbers game's coming up next and I'm shit at numbers. And so here's how it goes. You get 10 points if you get it spot on, right? Five points if you're within... How many points have you got? I've got 11 right now. So... There's still a chance for big baby hairy bad bollocks <laughs> to snip into the lead. All right? This was the kind of thing that would come on in the middle of the day and you'd know your life wasn't going very well, wouldn't you? Oh, no, I love fucking Countdown. You do love Countdown. I love Countdown. I like watching it. It's lots of fun. I would not choose to view it. Okay, so it's a bit weird how they do this, the numbers game, because it's the same numbers game where you've got uh, two rows of eight... You've got big numbers and small numbers. So you've got... The big numbers are all at the bottom. So there's the four... Here are the four small numbers. The big numbers. Okay, and you've got a number generator, do you? No. You basically pull out three random numbers from these number cards. Okay. And then it generates the th- three numbers okay. that way. Cool. So there's your... There's your... There, and then you've got, like... Is it a row of... It's not that many numbers. Why don't you look at the rules? No. It's something like that. No, that's... No, Paul. All right. No, wait. I'm not going to... I'm not going to let you screw this up by doing it wrong... My only chance of redeeming myself here, just because you're lazy. You're mentally lazy. No, oh, it was three, three, four, and then the bottom number. So that's right. So we'll just put them here like that. So three, so three. three. Just get the rule book out of the flicking. Hell. You, you know. Thank you. I'll keep them in entertained in here. Now, I will not be doing any of my stand-up, uh, ladies and gentlemen, as Paul goes in there. But I'd just like to say... Uh, I may lose this, and you know I hope I don't. And I, I'd just like to apologise to everyone who uh, who was rooting for me. I've really done very badly at the first two rounds. And yeah, you've done very badly. Now Paul has actually done his duty and responsibility as a host of this podcast, and has looked at the actual rules. How am I meant to know, Paul? On those first two rounds, you weren't doing something a suspect with the because letters. It's game. always been nine. Fuck. It's yourself. always been a nine-letter word. You stupid, you stupid Go outside cunt. and ram your own head into something. Anyway, it's <laughs> four, then five, and then the big numbers. So, Oh, I would like to see some proof. It's just fucking... Hand me the paper. It's that. Happy? I'm not happy. happy. Anyway, you go two from the top, middle. How many numbers do you pick? Exactly. I don't, no, you're right. I hadn't figured that You bit. have to fucking figure it out. <sighs> God. 
Right. I'm waiting. Right, the target number. Yeah, yeah. Then shuffles remaining and then face them all down. No one wants to hear you. Selects any six cards. Any six cards. Thank you. Right, so pick any six cards. Hi, Carol. Thank you. So. You wouldn't be allowed on top, Git. No. Countdown. <laughs> Freudian slip. That was a, no. Shut up. Paul loves Top Gear. Yeah, yeah. I like. Yeah. I like it. What? Do what? Do one. Go on. Pick your numbers. I fucking will if you give me you a big fucking word, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like. So what are? But what are the? What are the numbers? The small ones? No, they don't do the small. It's just top, middle, on the bottom row. Oh, all that's the big it. numbers. But the, How many the, do I have to end up with? Six. Got to pick six out. Can I get three from the bottom, two from the top, one from the middle? Three from the bottom. Any? Which one do you want? There's the first three going from my left. One, two, three, yeah? Yes. And then you want what? One from the middle. Anyone? There's that one, yeah, that you pointed at. No, the one next to that left, that, that, yeah. Right. And two from the top. The first two from the left on the top, please. Okay. Oh, I've dropped it. Okay, so I'll get rid of all the other number cards. Now, all right, princess. Okay. Delicate little snowflake. Don't call me a snowflake. You delicate little Jess J.W. snowflake. I'm ready for the number round. Here we go. I Here's need to numbers. redeem myself. Here are the numbers. I don't know if I will. 50. Got it? Yeah. 50. 75. Yeah. 100. Yeah. 5. Yeah. Yeah. 6. Yeah. And 1. Right? Got it. Now to generate the target number from the target number pack. So I'm going to shuffle these cards. I'm just going to pull out three randomly. I'll okay. let you pick the three, all right? Okay. You written them all down? Yes. Okay. Here we go. Shuffly, shuffly. Do you want to do it like that, or do you want to do what? We just want to grab three. Right. So you have to pull them out in the order you've pulled them out in. So if you pull it out top, middle, bottom, you have to put them left to right. So what is the target number to get? 940. 940. Are we ready? Here we go. I don't can't do maths. Um What have you got, Paul? 9.50. I've got... You've got to tell me the answer now or it's all over. What have you got? No, no! You've got to do it. You've got to tell me your number right now if you got it. What is it? Three, two, one. Come on, you've over... Come on, what have it's you got? Nine, nine, nine something. What? All right, then. Well, I'll just tell me... Just write this down as I do it, yeah? Okay. Okay, I'm going to write down the back of my pad because you're going to have to do it off the top of your head. This is highly illegal, but go on. What have, what's your even final five, number? I don't know what you're Five to. plus six. Five plus six. Eleven is eleven. Yeah, is eleven. Minus one. Minus one is ten. Yeah. Times a hundred. Yeah, which is a thousand. So far, that's exactly what I've done. Then you take 50 away from 75. Yeah. Which leaves you 25. Take away from a thousand, leaving... Yeah. 975. Yeah. So that's what your score is. Whereas if you'd just taken 50 away, you would have been closer. I hate you. So I, I actually get five points for being close. 
So I get five points for being close. Now, so at the end of this round, at the end Shut, of countdown, I don't like your tone. Is, at the end I of the countdown, so far, the two word round and the, and the numbers round. Uh, I don't we, like your tone. Uh, what's your score? I don't have to do this. What's your you know? score? What's your score? I don't know. It's nothing. Is your score? That's why you don't know it. And I have sixteen. I don't, listen, sixteen. If you're gonna get all gloaty, I'm not gonna even fucking I'm play. Get very gloaty, mate. I'm not gonna play. So now we're gonna do the conundrum round, right? This is simple. At the top of a card like that... I hate you. There's the top of the card like that. There's, a, there's the anagram. Cellophane. It's cellophane, right? Because it says there... Cellophane. Hello, pink. Cellophane. Yeah, I got it. Now, what I'm going to do is, because the next card's the same, I'm just going to drop it halfway down and reveal what the conundrum is. Can I have another is. fresh piece of paper, please? Uh, I used to use the back. I've used the back. Listen, mate, just give me another piece of paper. All right. Precious snowflake SJW. Fuck! White knight. SJW and and anti fem fat man uh, and uh, snowflake. Got, look, right, are you There's ready? No, I can catch up with you now. No, okay. this is uh, worth fifteen points. This no, it's worth twenty. Actually, what is it worth? I tell you what, the genuine <laughs> yeah. score is for getting a conundrum right. Okay. Uh, well, how do I know any of the other scores are genuine? Because you do it by points. You literally do it by points. And I looked at it the other way. So, uh, word game, blah blah blah, conundrum. The contestant who solves the conundrum first scores ten points. Uh, all the other contestants score zero. So there's still a chance, mate. There's still a chance you can get ten points. That's it? This is the end? Yeah, this is it. We're not doing any more? No, this is it. It's fucking not worth it, isn't it? <laughs> I love this. So happy when I win one. So are you ready? Yeah. The conundrum is... Naked grin. Naked grin. Oh, I know it. Oh, I can't start it. I know it. Do you know it? No. Hang on. I mean, you meant to just buzz in, but I've got it. Uh, I think it is darkening. What is it? Darkening. Oh! Kukakaracha. He's doing a dance, everybody. Oh, look at that. Oh, I'm going to fucking squeeze you. Oh, look at this. Like Don't touch me! I like it when I win. You're not allowed to touch me. I'm allowed to when I win. No, you're not! I'm allowed to do it when I you win. You don't get anything. I get what I want. <laughs> I'll take what I want, Paul. princess. Sit down. So right. I'm going to add 10 to my score, which makes it 10, 20. I got 26 playing countdown. How many did you get? Great. Well, what a great episode of Cheap Show that was. Possibly I'm, my favourite in a while. I'm genuinely. Yeah. Unhappy about this. See, this is where we you differ. You didn't give me a fair shake of the tree. I'm sorry. Did I not give you 30 seconds to find a word? Did you not have the chance to find words? Did you not suggest words that don't exist? This Did is after not... my sister had slaughtered <laughs> me at Scrabble over and over again when I was out on holiday. Maybe this is a lesson for you. What? That you're a prick. And <laughs> you know it now. You're a talentless... Word stupid maths idiot. <laughs> Thanks very much. No, well done, Paul. You. Yeah. And that's cheap show done for another episode. Oh, I can't tell you how excited oh, I am. Shut up. Go if... and go and get a froth on. I will follow us on Twitter at the Cheap Show Pod. Uh, you can also see me at Paul Gannon Show. Eli is E L I 
And no, uh... <laughs> <laughs> one of you lost countdown. You fucking idiot. He's Eli Snoyd on I'm Twitter. I'm Eli Snoyd on Twitter. You can email us on uh, thecheapshow at gmail.com. We have a Reddit page forward slash r forward slash cheapshow on Reddit. Uh, we also have a website, thecheapshow.co.uk, with pictures and videos that accompany this very episode so you can watch along and as listen. Um, what else? He's got, got, can I just say, he's got, got a degree got... in. What, social studies or something? Who, me? Yeah. No, I got a theatre and drama degree. Same as me. Theatre, film and television. What did you get? A degree. What? what, what a 2-1. I got a 2-1 too. Did you? I got 2-1, yeah. I was that far away from a first. Oh, you're smart. Whatever. Yeah, I am. You're I am. Really, not really good at other I have other a degree stuff. in watching telly and drama. That's it. Also, we have uh, Instagram and we have Tumblr and all the lovely things. Facebook I once page. did a quiz and did quite well on it. Yeah, Once. Once. We're going to do Countdown again for the TV board game football. special. I used to play football as well. And you were the goalie because you are a big fat mess. I was not the yeah, goalie. Right, so, <laughs> so we're moving you're on. Sort of your jollity, you prick. And finally, thank you for supporting us on Patreon, if indeed you do. If you'd like to support this wacky comedy pom- compost, you can go to it's Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash cheap show. Donate whatever you like, but if you get over $10 donation, we will give you a special monthly podcast. And there are other treats available there as well. There are tears. Many tears. So thank you. Can again. I also just add one one last thing, Paul? Yeah. You know, the, the the listeners might be thinking Eli sounds like he's genuinely a, a bit upset and put put off by the yeah. fact that you whitewashed. Is it me. because you are though? I actually am, and uh, I just really don't feel very good at all now. You've got thirty seconds to tell me how sad you are. You, I'm sad. Yeah. You are actually not weed. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to cut that. No, you have to cut that. Not cutting that out. It's racist. It's, it's, oh, yeah, I guess it is. Then you should say your meters is weeping. My meters is weeping. That's there how sad go. I am. Yeah. My meters is Eli's weeping. Eli's meters is weeping a lot because he doesn't wash his cock. 